Welcome to the Long Hollow Group Leader Podcast. We believe that life change happens best in circles, not rows. And so whether we're talking about your life group, your D group, or your family, this resource exists to help you make disciples that make disciples. Today on the podcast, we are talking about a topic that um, I think if you've been in a D group for any amount of time, four to six months, I would say you really are going to appreciate this, but we're talking about it actually right now. It is the start of 2021. That's uh, right. So we a are whole through new 2020. Year. That's right. I don't I think mean, the world has wanted a new year more. No, it is definitely (laughs) (laughs) it's so true. I'm hoping 2021 is different, Um, but it is a new year, which comes with that's kind of where you reflect on, man, what was 2020 like, which for us is like, oh, it's terrible. But you're just kind of evaluating your life and saying, okay, what resolutions am I going to put forward? You know, you're thinking physical, you're thinking financial, relational. um, And this is going to really what we're talking about is we want to give you a tool to day called the D group pulse check and whether Mm -hmm. it's the new year or it's whatever month this is a great tool for you to look kind of midway through your D group to reflect and then adjust to to and that's if D group if you launch your D group in the fall obviously this will be the midpoint a lot of people launch their D group now so this is a tool you can take and keep in your back pocket two three months from now four months from now pull this out and utilize it. Yeah, exactly. No, this is, it is going to be a really helpful tool for you. Um, And so today we're going to really kind of talk about bigger than just this tool, talk about just the importance of reflecting on how the group's going and then Mm -hmm. making adjustments. Um, And we're going to unpack this tool, but also going to kind of expand a little bit bigger than that. And so to get us started, Chris, the first question is before we talk about kind of how do you take that reflection time with your group? How do you take and evaluate how you're doing? Let's talk about why. Why is it important that leaders do take intentional times in the year to reflect on how the group is doing? And I think it's important too, Vic, that we let everyone know that due to COVID, which I hate saying in 2021, I'm hoping it's a less COVID packed year, but uh, we are recording online. And so our audio, you may notice a change in our audio quality from our normal. And we apologize for that, but we didn't want to want that to be a setback for the podcast. So uh, our apologies, hopefully it will be only a few episodes. We have to do this way, but we want to make sure you get this tool um, to answer that question. You know, setting a time to reflect, as you said, when you're kicking off a new year, oftentimes uh, for me, it's always right after Christmas, but before new year's, there's a day or two or an hour or two each day where I I kind of get this mindset of what's 2021 going to be like or what's this next year going to be like for me, right. for my family? How much weight do I need to lose? What books do I need to read? What do I want to accomplish? And so that's kind of a natural rhythm in, in probably most people's lives who live by the calendar, <laughs> right? right? And right. so with the discipleship group, we, we want to have that opportunity as well. And there's there's actually three things that I think we can lean into uh, with what setting a time to reflect would do. First is it helps everyone see where they are at. You know, when we, when we, when we pause to reflect, you immediately become aware. You know, if I stop and ask right. the question, 
how much weight do I need to lose this year? Well, I immediately look at myself. It's never I, as good as you hope either. No, no. I stand <laughs> on the scale and think, what happened last year? You know, and, right. and uh, I got a great excuse this year, but most years you're kind of wondering how you got here. But it just causes you to look in the mirror spiritually uh, in the discipleship group, and it causes your group to pause and ask these questions. And so that's a critical part of it. The second thing it does is it allows us to celebrate some wins. Uh, hopefully, uh, as you reflect and you've been in through the discipleship group process for a while, you would say, man, I've memorized more scripture than I've ever memorized before. That's what I said. That's what I say. Most groups, you know, I've, I've right. been challenged to live out some of these here journals, uh, the responses that I put down, I've been challenged to do that. I've, I've shared the gospel more, uh, with more accountability than I've ever done that before. So there's moments. And as a leader, you want to make sure to help your, your group and yourself take those moments to, yeah. to really celebrate what the wins are, because, uh, you, you know, a lot of times D group can feel like if we're not careful, a few Pharisees sitting around pointing out the problems, right? We also want to point out the wins and be uh, focusing in on what those positive things that God has done in our life and lift those up. And so the third thing that it does, and if you've been tracking here, uh, as you reflect is now we're going to kind of lean into areas of growth. What are those places where we need to grow specifically? Uh, you know, every discipleship group, as you're, you're leading it, you're going to probably hit this, this first wall is what I'll call it. And I actually uh, served in the Marine Corps for a while. We had this six foot wall you had to run and climb over. And I remember when I got there, I thought, I can't do that. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> be kid from high school cannot climb that six foot <laughs> wall, but eventually I got it. And, and some of it was skill, but most of it was technique. And I think it's the same uh, same thing is true for our discipleship groups. Some of it is just what God is developing in you guys and, and ladies that are meeting, but some of it is just learning how. And I think mm -hmm. as you assess the group and as you're dealing with challenges, as you're dealing with struggles, you're going to find that, that if you press over, press into that wall and you make it over, uh, the benefit on the other side is so worth it. So uh, that's that's just you know a few things that we can lean into. And and, and let me just say as, as part of this, the tone of this conversation is critical. It's important it, how you address. Um, you're you're trying to help your your group move from something, uh, and, and not necessarily punish them or point out that <laughs> you're trying to show them what you're striving for. Um, yeah. and, and that's a mindset shift. And I think the way we talk about it's important. One of my favorite books, I never like to share the title because I want to be the only one who has this superpower. <laughs> I've told you about it hesitantly before. Um, and it's a book really from an, an FBI interrogator <laughs> of all things. And, uh, and, and what he does in this book is he tells you one of the key secrets to helping people through situations. And hopefully your D group is not an interrogation That's right, yeah. or, or, or walking people through, you know, um, a hostage situation. But one of the key things he says is the tone of your voice is everything. And he tells you when you begin to get in those conversations mm. to drop into this smooth DJ voice, <laughs> that I'm using right now as I'm talking on the microphone. Uh, it, it, it just sets people at ease. Uh, it, it, let, yeah. it, it makes them want to hear you and talk with you, and it puts you in a position to have a good conversation. So um, 
I would say tone is important as you're having these conversations and as you're moving to it. And uh, we're going to come back with question two on the other side of the break here. And uh, we're going to ask, uh, I'm going to ask you a little bit about this D group pulse check tool. Do you have a vision for the groups in your church, but don't know how to make it happen? Replicate's Group Ministry Masterclass is a one-stop course to help you create, launch, and sustain your group's ministry. These training videos, implementation exercises, and resources will guide you to create your own group's playbook that is unique to your context. You can access this masterclass today at replicate.org groups. And here we are talking about, uh, you know, walking through our discipleship group and how to how to kind of get your D group back on track. Mm -hmm. And every D group is going to derail in some way. It may be minor. It may be big. It may be, uh, you know, a a challenge, um, but you're going to have to face it. And, And so the question I wanted to ask Vic is, you know, you create this tool called D group pulse check to help discipleship groups have this conversation. Um, once you share with everyone how they can get this resource and then really how to use it. Sure. So we have actually included the resource in the show notes. And so if you're a long hollow group leader, there's a long hollow version. If you are a church leader listening in, there's a replicate version for you. Uh, and so they're very, the content is the same. It's just going to look different to better fit your context. And so you can get that in the show notes. I would definitely go grab those there. Uh, and so how to use it is, I, I guess I'll go ahead and just build the scenario. If my group is meeting, um, what I'm going to do, let's say we have been meeting four to six months. Uh, maybe we start in August and it is the new year right now. I'm going to say, man, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's take some time. Let's reflect. Let's go through this tool. Um, and I'm going to send this out to my members beforehand. And so maybe that's at the previous week when we finish, say, hey, next week, here's this handout. Why don't you go through it? All this is is just to get a pulse on how we're doing. Again, the tone is big here. Hey, this is not a check-in to see, you know, what, what you've missed, what you've done wrong. This is not meant to shame you. This is some, not something where we're trying to um, – yeah, to, to, to shame as much as we're trying to make, I, I want to see how you do. I just want to get a pulse so that we can celebrate and so that we can get the most out of the group. And so with that in mind, these the members are going to come to the group. They're going to have filled that out, the looking back mm-hmm. section, even the looking forward section. And what you're going to see, there's kind of three parts to this tool. It's a one-page handout. The first is that there's the D group DNA. That's that graphic at the top. This kind of lays out, if you want to think, just kind of the scoreboard of what we're looking for here. You have your weekly disciplines that we do on the left, and you have the marks on the right. The disciplines are the things that we commit to. If you remember through the covenant, these are the things that we commit to to do weekly. These are what we put into our life. And then on the back end, what we're hoping is that it creates in us uh, a the marks of a disciple. And so the questions as you go through the looking back section, that's the next part is you're reflecting and it, it's lining up with that graphic. Hey, what discipline have you enjoyed the most? And which have you? Which would you like to embrace more? Now, again, you hear that's different. That's not a which have you done good? Which do you stink at? You know, yeah. it's more of man. We want you to experience the benefit of these disciplines, not feel like you've failed. 
Um, and so that's kind of the heart, but it also says, Hey, what's, what's something that you can celebrate from the group? What's something that, uh, that you really enjoyed? And, you know, as Chris was saying, we want to celebrate those wins. Maybe that mm-hmm. was a discipline, but maybe it's, man, I've never had relationship with other men or other women like this, uh, where they're, they're challenging me in my walk. Um, and we're growing together. I've never had this type of community. I mean, you want to celebrate that and, and don't skim over it. Um, because, and there's a reason why those questions, the more positive ones of what have you enjoyed? What are you thankful for? What can we celebrate is on the front end. It mm-hmm. reminds people why we're doing this. It reminds them, man, this is worth it. And then you're going to go into more of, hey, meeting frequency. Have you been able to meet frequently? Um, And then the marks, you're going to ask them to just, hey, rate yourself one to five on each of these. And all this, all you're hoping to do is you're hoping that your people put a mirror up to their self uh, through this Mm -hmm. exercise. And they look and say, man, this has been really cool. I didn't even realize how, how much I've grown in this area over the last four to six months. Yeah. Or they're saying, man, here's an area that I really need to grow in. You're hoping maybe this is something as a degree player you've seen, but this is going to allow them to trip over that insight themselves, opposed to you having to be like, hey, you're doing this wrong. And so as they've done that exercise, you're then going to do look forward, which is going to be about what is one thing you need to do individually? And then what is something we need to do as a group? And I'm going to have them just go and share that. I would probably start with, hey, let's all just do the look back section first. Let's not talk about what we're doing. Let's just talk about the first four to six months, who wants to go first. And I would have every single person share. And then I would have every person share the look forward section once that's done. And that's going to take the whole D group time if you do it well. And that's okay. It's like, it's okay because you're evaluating and you're making any course corrections that you need to, as well as just having a spirit of gratitude of what God's done. And so that's kind of the, that, that's the scenario. That's how I would run it. If I was doing it, you may tweak that and change it. In my scenario though, Chris, everything goes smoothly. Everybody acknowledges the things that they were doing great and acknowledges things they were not doing well um, they all commit to doing it. And what's great is for the next four to six months in this uh, hypothetical D group, everybody course corrects. It's great. Best D group that's ever been. Mm-hmm. We realize that that's not reality, right? There's usually <laughs> right. some bumps in the road yeah. that doesn't it never works happen. out perfectly. Exactly. It's uh, and so let's talk a little bit about um, when it doesn't go per- uh, perfect, when it isn't maybe yeah. when we do maybe have some maybe harder conversations um, what are some tips that you would share with the group leaders to help them kind of mm-hmm. navigate this discussion? Yeah, I, I think once again, you need to reinforce the emphasis of, uh, or I need to reinforce the emphasis of tone and how you communicate yes. this. Um, we hit that and, on all three questions. You would think it's important. <laughs> and, and and just as a throwback, I know I mentioned a book. I didn't mention the title. I know someone's out there is going, what is this book? It's called That's Never right. Split the Difference by Chris Voss. And it is probably one of the book. best books on communication. Oh my goodness. It's a powerful tool. Don't tell anybody about it, please. I don't want anyone else to know what it <laughs> says. Um, but yeah, the tone and how you communicate in a loving way, um, celebrating both the individuals and the group, you know, there are wins that have happened. Even just a commitment yeah. to meet is a great win that can be celebrated. So there's something to celebrate. Uh, the fact that you're meeting, you're obeying Christ to make disciples is critical. Um, and then when needed, and this is the key, you have to speak the truth in love. You know, uh, we did an episode a, a few 
months back, a few weeks back. Uh, time is is a, is uh, working oddly right now. Um, so mm-hmm. in my mind, I'm not sure how long ago it was, but it seems like it was a few episodes ago called "Calling Up and Not Out," and it's a whole uh, a whole That's podcast. That's right. We talked about sugar-free <laughs> Sheila. If you want to hear more about her, you got to go back and, and listen to that one. But that is a whole uh, tool, 20 minutes maybe of a tool in your tool belt to help you have that type of conversation. And then finally, it's all about transparency. If if you're going to help people walk through uh, life as a disciple, then you have to be willing to share your life. And if you're like me at all, you know, you don't have it all together. You're not perfect. And there are issues as well. And so it's, it's making sure that everyone in your group knows, Hey, we're in this together. We're all trying to grow to be more like Jesus and we're going to, but we are going to obey what he's called us to do. And we are going to hold each other accountable or else this group is really not going to be a significant. So I think people understand that when they hear it coming from you in a transparent way. Yeah, that's really good. I would just kind of tag on to that idea of is the leader you set the tone um, both your transparency, but also mm-hmm. just, I mean, I think what has happened when I get to these points, I've done the, I've done this kind of not formally, but informally where we reflect on the group, especially mm-hmm. at that new year's time like this. And what I've seen is there is always something that I need to, not just as an individual. So I think not just as a D group member, I need to say in my personal life, this is an area I need to grow, but as a leader, I have probably not led the group perfectly. If I'm honest, I I often um, slouch some on the on the scripture memory facilitation. I don't hold people mm-hmm. as accountable as I could, or maybe I, we don't prioritize as much as we ought to, um, yeah. or maybe I don't I'm not asking my evangelism question about who's your one, but whatever it may be, there's something that I haven't facilitated well, mm-hmm. and. This is in that moment, you as the leader, if you have, if, if that's where you are, you need to be able to own that, own that, hey man, I haven't really done this well. The reason that you probably haven't done scripture memory great, um, D group member, is because I haven't emphasized it well in our group time. And that hasn't given us the accountability or the intentionality that would help you really prioritize it. And yeah. so that's on me. Um, and so there's going to most likely be something. And so beforehand, you as the leader, man, you set the pace. If you are, if you are transparent, if you're honest um, in this process, it's going transparency breeds transparency. And so that's going to help. But also you need to s- speak about the group and how you could facilitate it better. And I would say going forward, um, the big thing I would say is make a plan. Uh, make a plan for the group and say, okay, in the looking forward section, there's an individual. What do you need to focus on? But then it's in the group and evaluating the group as a whole. And you want to make a plan for the group and say, okay, we need to prioritize in the next six months scripture memory. And then what I would tell you is ask them to help. If there's somebody in there who has done it well or it's in somebody in there that maybe prioritizes that more um, or is it's, it's just more naturally gifted at it, ask them to lead out and say, hey, would you keep us on track? When you're able to, I mean, you're four to six months in now, hopefully you've identified somebody who has been really faithful and you can begin to give them a little leadership in the group. And that's going to help where there's multiple people holding the group accountable. That's going to be a big help. And so that's kind of that I would just tack on you as the, the facilitator need to own if the group meeting hasn't stayed true to what it's supposed to do uh, to be and how to improve that. Um, but again, I would just, again, encourage every group drifts. 
you are not going to, you're not going to do this perfect. I've never had a group that hasn't drifted that I haven't said, man, we need to course correct a little bit. Some it's bigger than others, but we always need that kind of course correction. And so this tool, D group pulse check, grab it in the show notes. And I would use that four to six months in. If you have been doing a D group since August, this is a great time with the new years to do it. Um, but use this tool as a way to celebrate what's what God's been doing in your group and allow you to get the most out of the, the next four to six months. And so grab this tool, hope it helps. And we are praying for you and your groups uh, in the new year, 2021, hoping that 2021 is a better year and that your D group continues to grow uh, and deepen in their relationships with God and with one another. Thank you for joining us for this episode. Take a moment to subscribe and share this podcast. If you are a long hollow group leader, click the link in the show notes to access resources just for you. If you are a church leader and want to receive free resources to help you make disciples in your home, group, or church, click the link in the show notes or visit replicate.org.